Neil Brown just has that it factor, I believe. He's bought into the program. Everybody in the Big 12 is going to know his name, and all the quarterbacks are going to feel his pain. That underdog mentality has always been big for West Virginia. We're just heartbroken that we were not good at our jobs. He is the modern-day Don Nealon. Trust the climb. And now it's time for the Country Roads Webcast. What's going on, Mountaineer Nation? Welcome into the Texas Tech Preview Edition of the Country Roads Webcast. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Cruz, joined by my co-host, Stephen. What's going on, everybody? And our other co-host, Bradley. Howdy. All right, boys, so uh, we'll kick this thing off like we always like to with the final thoughts from the Oklahoma game. I know Bradley uh, missed the reaction show for uh, being on there with us because you were in the comments there and making some good points and things. But we'll start off with you then, though. Uh, final thoughts on that uh, heartbreaking loss to Oklahoma. Yeah, that was a great reaction show, boys. I'm trying to get on there. So I tried to tune in from the market over here. I'm probably recapping this. Um, yeah, you guys hit most of it. finally came through and started punching people in the mouth a little bit, and I think it kind of showed, like our offensive line, uh, moreover, started punching people in the mouth a little bit, and it really showed. And then our defensive line, you know, they were getting held and beat up all night, and they really pushed through it. And, you know, I know a lot of our biggest mistakes came from our offensive line, but I still – I love the way they played. So I was really along with Steven, and I thought that we had a really good game. I thought we progressed a lot, and I think that it gives us a lot of hope going forward um, that what we're looking at. So, yeah, that's – Heartbreaking loss. I say it's tough to get that close to it and just, you know, see it, have it in your hands and then drop it. But we weren't even supposed to be that close, and we were. So Exactly. And, you know, I was one of the people that didn't think we were going to be that close. So I was pleasantly surprised with the team's performance. But uh, moving forward, I still don't know quite how to feel. I'm way more confident in the defense. But the offense, I kind of still feel the same way as I do before. And, of course, we'll get into that as we go through the preview here. But that's just kind of what I'll say. Uh, Steven, anything else you want to add on Oklahoma before we uh, get into the woods on deeper on Texas Tech here? Uh, no, like I said, I just, you know, really really play out of the way that the guys came out and played in, the, in a tough, you know, atmosphere out in Norman, Oklahoma, and, you know, was able to respond to that kind of adversity you know unfortunately it didn't result in a win but I do think it you know it is a indicator that the signs are pointing up for West Virginia moving forward all and you know in all three phases yeah I definitely think you can look at it that way um and West Virginia will get the chance to prove that starting off uh this weekend Saturday against Texas Tech at home strike the stadium game West Virginia 2 and 2 0 and 1 in the conference and then uh Texas Tech's now 3 and 1 0 and 1 in the conference coming off a loss to Texas 70 to 35 I believe it was they fell to Texas so uh defense looking a little suspect there early on so uh, let's go ahead and talk about the matchup you know that everyone's going to be looking at the West Virginia offense versus the Texas Tech defense. I think that, you know, this is a game where people are maybe saying this is finally a game where West Virginia can score over 30, maybe do some things offensively, or is it going to show that this offense is really that bad, you know, because Texas Tech defense has not looked great this season and the offense comes out and underperforms here, you know. I just think it's a great litmus test and barometer, you know, to show what this offense really is or maybe can be or lack thereof, I guess, going forward. But what are your guys' thoughts on the matchup between uh, West Virginia's offense and Texas Tech's defense, Bradley? 
Yeah, so I think that we're going to have, like you said, this is going to be our chance to really show that we could put up some points. I mean, Texas hung 70 on them, and there's no reason that we can't turn around and do the same. Um, I think that going back to it, we're going to talk about, uh, I'll, I'll just jump into the quarterback play between Garrett Green and Jared Deggie. I think that we're going to see significantly more Garrett Green this weekend. I think that Neil Brown's really starting to understand or see that he's just, even if our passing game kind of like slows down some because of it, the really only thing that they would like Deggie with is that he can make his progressions. But like some people said in the comments on our live reactions that I believe Garrett Green can make the same intermediate throws, the slants over the middle, the swing passes, those uh, screen passes. I believe that he can is capable of making all of those throws. Even if you simplify it down, I'm like, listen, like you got this, like this, like, uh, like what Jordan said, keep it down to one side of the field. You got this read, that read. And then, you know, if you don't got that, then run it. And I think that it's just too, too big to have him, not have him in the game beside Letty Brown because Letty Brown does so much better when Garrett Green's in it beside him because he automatically just draws those eyes because when we put him in there, people think he's going to run it. And, you know, he does run it a good bit. He pulls it. And so Letty Brown, uh, there's a sad on Twitter the other day, and Jordan uh, retweeted it on the Country Roads webcast thing, and it was talking about how Letty Brown in the game against Oklahoma uh, in his four carry, three carries – four carries four uh, against four. Oklahoma with Garrett Green in the game. He went for 38 yards, and with his 12 rushes or whatever it was with Deggie in the game, he only went for like 16 yards. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just like a significant difference. I mean, that's massive. So I think that we're going to see a lot more Garrett Green. And I was not on the board of starting Garrett Green for a while. I didn't think he would start this season. But I think if he just keeps being that big of a production maker for our team, not just for himself but for the rest of our team, then I don't. I don't think there's any way Neil Brown's going to stop him from starting a little bit later on in the season if he just keeps on showing that that's the only way that our offense is going to move. No, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did see that going around on Twitter and it was very interesting. And then also a reply to that that I saw that was uh, getting some uh, – was I thought was pretty interesting as well as in regards to the offense with the two. 165 total yards and zero touchdowns and 52 snaps with Daigie at quarterback. That would be 3.2 yards per snap and zero touchdowns per 52 snaps. The offense netted 72 total yards and one touchdown and 11 snaps with Green at quarterback, 6.5 yards per snap, and 4.7 TDs per 52 snaps. So uh, it's a couple interesting stats there regarding uh, the Garrett Green, Jarrett Daigie conversation. I think you can see why a lot of people are clamoring for more Garrett Green, and I think rightfully so, rightfully so. I would love to see it, but I'm you know I've just not been too vocal about it because I don't think we're going to see it. So, uh, you know – it's like I'm just getting my hopes up because I think that what we have now is kind of where we're at, and hopefully Green continues to see an increase in snaps, but I definitely still see Daigie being a factor moving forward, I think, unless something goes really wrong in in this game specifically probably. But, uh, Stephen, what are your thoughts on the quarterback uh, battle, I guess you could call it now almost, and uh, West Virginia's offense against this uh, Texas Tech defense? Uh, yeah, I really I, I like what I've seen out of Jared or not Jared Deggie, but out of Garrett Green's uh growth, his growth rate, I guess I, I should say, uh, in the first few weeks of the season here, as as you know, as we've seen him develop into a somewhat better quarterback. Um, however, I don't think that you know, barring an injury to Jared Deggie this season, God forbid, I don't. I think that's the only way we see Garrett Green starting um uh, this season anyway. Uh, I just. I, I think I like him as, like I've said in the Oklahoma preview and in, in, in previous weeks, I, I like the dual quarterback system more so of what we have. 
uh, going right now. And I think the reason that Garrett Green can come in and, and kind of throw defenses off the way he, that he has is because defenses, you know, they don't really have a lot of film on the guy. They don't have, you know, they don't really know what kind of schemes that West Virginia likes to run with him. Um, and then, you know, that's what makes it really kind of a difficult thing to defend, you know, from that standpoint is because every week West Virginia is bringing a new different style to their offense uh, to the field. You know, you think back to Virginia Tech week, I don't think Garrett Green threw the ball one time and it was an incomplete pass. And then in the Oklahoma game, he throws the ball, you know, a few times, even completes a few, uh, you know, that you're going to start to see that, you know, kind of unfold in the coming weeks, I believe. You know, Garrett Green's going to become a different – it's going to be a different style of play from game to game just to kind of throw defenses off because they're just expecting him to come in there and run it, and he's going to be able – he's going to have to be able to, you know – mix that up a little bit. Um, I think that in my mind, what's going to keep him from starting is his, uh, is his decision-making, you know, while he's made some big plays through our, you know, throughout the season so far and in, in the games that he's played in, I think that, you know, if he starts, if he, if he's going to start games this year, I think you're going to see, start to see a lot of his immaturity rather, uh, because, we haven't really gotten a large sample size within each game that he's played. He'll come in for, you know, a play or two, and then he'll go back to the sidelines until he's ready to come back in, and then they're ready to run another RPO. Uh, so, I mean, it's one thing to throw that at defenses every now and then. It's another thing for Garrett Green to completely game plan around, you know, doing everything that a quarterback needs to do in a football game. Um, but I do think that this offense will find itself and, and flourish in some ways this weekend. Um, I, however, I don't, I don't think the West Virginia's offense by any means is going to come out and hang seventy on these guys because you know Texas Tech's defense in their own right has a lot of things to prove coming into this weekend after being, you know, getting seventy hung on them by Texas last week. So I think West Virginia's going to have to fight that battle as well because Texas Tech has got you know going to have to fight for their pride. Uh, but West Virginia's going to their offense needs to make that the main storyline this week that they, like I said in the in the Oklahoma reaction show. They need to come out and score, you know, more than a few points in the second half. I think that needs to be the biggest emphasis going into this game. No, I yeah. agree. And yeah. like during like during like the Oklahoma game, like I said in the reaction show or uh, in the comments, is like we were close to having, you know, a couple touchdowns in the second half. And I mean, we absolutely just crazy mistake. Like, well, oh, yeah. said, it was discipline. We just had absolute. We had no discipline, and we. We gave that game away, and I got to thinking about it. And you look at our team right now. You take Jarrett Deggie, Letty Brown out of the equation. We got we still got a lot of young guys sitting on that offensive side. I mean, most of our wide receivers, my Sean Ryan, Isaiah Esdell, they're either juniors or sophomores. Uh, you look at our next couple running backs. I mean, they're young. You look at our linemen. You got a sophomore, a true freshman, I think another true sophomore, uh, a junior, and then, you know, I don't know what James Committer is. I can't remember if he's uh, – 35 year old sophomore or what, but yeah, he's, I think he's a sophomore. Um, yeah. See, so, I mean, there's still so much youth out there that I just like, I kind of, I kind of look over sometimes because there's just so much high expectations on them, but those are still young guys. And a lot of them didn't get that big a game experience last year. And so that big game and normally like, that was a rough and rowdy primetime game. So, um, you know, as you get those games, you're going to do nothing but learn how to handle them better and better every single time. So I think that they're really going to come out and show out, against this Texas Tech defense. I think that they're gonna I think they're gonna put it on them. Sorry. Second half. 
yeah, I think that that's uh that's going to be a big point of emphasis uh, this week for you know the coaching staff and stuff. They've probably seen the talk about the second half, so uh, coming out and do that, doing that would make a big statement because I feel like the thing that is so frustrating right now for us as fans is with the way uh, Neil Brown and Jordan Leslie and you know the staff has built this program and built up this defense that you're just one offense away, you know, just having a decent offense away from being a really great football team. And so I think the second half, of course, has been what's really stuck out with the no touchdowns. And so I think this could be a statement game for West Virginia right here. It has uh, the possibility to be one if they uh, come out and do some things on offense. But uh, flipping it over and looking at the other side uh, of it with the uh, West Virginia defense, which has been outstanding going up against the Texas Tech offense. Um, I know Texas Tech uh, had a transfer quarterback from Oregon, uh, Tyler Shue, I believe, and he's out for this one. So West Virginia will again for the second straight year face Henry Columbia at a quarterback. And last year he really hurt West Virginia specifically with his feet, getting out and scrambling, getting first downs. But uh, I think the West Virginia defense has seen several dual-threat quarterbacks this year, so they may be better prepared for that. And uh, let's hope so because this defense has looked great, and I'd hate to see them have a setback right here so early in uh, what really could be a pivotal game because, you know, these two games against Texas Tech and Baylor are big before heading into the bye week if West Virginia wants to try and make a run at the Big 12 like everyone is hoping that they can with this great defense. But what are your guys' thoughts on this defense uh, going up against this Texas Tech offense, Stephen? Uh, I think the the main story – out of it is how well West Virginia's defense have played. You know, like I've said, I've touched on it before. They're not only the top defense in the conference in my mind, but one of the top in the entire country. Uh, so I, I think, you know, they, they're playing with something to prove week in and week out because, you know, every week, you know, everybody's saying, well, can West Virginia's defense handle this? Well, how are they going to handle this? You know, even with this Texas Tech offense, you're not, you know, not being that dangerous, people are heading into this weekend you know, saying what's is West Virginia's defense going to be consistent enough, you know, down the stretch to play like that. Uh, so I, I think that, um, you know, our, our defense has proved that they can be more than consistent with the way that they played last year. And, you know, coming into this year, I think, you know, the Oklahoma test was the ultimate test for me in that, in that regard, because that was by far the toughest, most talented team that you've played so far. And, in my mind, you withstood that test by far. And so uh, I, I really do believe that West Virginia's defense is going to keep them in football games all year long this season. Uh, and I think that this weekend is going to be no different. I don't think that Texas Tech's offense, in my mind, doesn't really have a lot of firepower other, other than Sir Roderick Thompson. And even he's, you know, not fully capable of, of being that guy for them. Yeah, I agree. I think West Virginia's defense should, you know, have their way in this one more or less, especially facing a backup quarterback. But it's a backup quarterback that they faced before as well, and they probably want, you know, a little bit of revenge factor on him after, you know, Texas Tech ended up getting that win um, last year on the road in the game. West Virginia definitely probably should have won, but uh, Columbia really hurt him a lot, and I think they're going to be probably really focused on stopping him and containing the uh, Texas Tech run game and then, uh, we've shown that our past defense is uh, more than capable against, you know, teams like Oklahoma, So, which is, you know, arguably maybe the best passing offense you'll face uh, this season in the conference. But uh, Texas Tech's no slouch there either. But with the backup quarterback, I think you're going to see them try and rely on the run a little bit more, and that might play into West Virginia's favor if they can uh, box Columbia in better than they did last season. Uh, Bradley, what are your thoughts on the matchup between the West Virginia defense and that Texas Tech offense? 
Yeah, I think this just comes down to me having more faith in my defense, which I'm still going to get – I'm still a little bit worried that they're going to get worn out after two close games where they absolutely had to just be the team and, you know, put their max effort in just to keep us in the game. It's going to it's gonna keep being taxing until our offense can get moving. Um, that being said, I think that we're going to see our defense come out and shut down the Texas Tech offense. I think that they're going to score. I think they're going to move the ball a little bit. But I just think that our defense is that good. I, they've yet to give me a reason to believe otherwise. I say so. I think our offensive line, uh, defensive line, is going to come out and make it really tough as long as we don't open up the middle on them, and you know try to rush the outsides and just give a quarterback a chance to run up the middle because that's where it really seems to kill us. Um, yeah, I think we're going to have a chance to really slow down this Texas Tech offense and prove once again that we are one of the best defenses in the country, and we're going to stay that way. I like it. I like it, and that's what I'm hoping to see as well. Uh, being back in Morgantown, I think it's going to be uh, good for the team. Uh, get that environment behind them. You know, the straight to stadium crowd uh, should be nice too as well, and hopefully West Virginia gets off to a fast start. But uh, if they do get out to a fast start, I'm hoping that they keep their foot on the gas this time in the, in the second half, and we'll see. Uh, how that happens, but if West Virginia ends up as a vic as blah, 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 can't talk right now. If West Virginia ends up victorious, um, what do you guys have as the key to them doing so? We're talking key to victory now. Uh, Bradley, what do you got in this one? Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be our offense. It's gonna keep being the offense until until it's not our offense. Let's say because right, if we want to win, our offense has got to do better in the second half, and I think that's gonna come down to. Uh, our quarterback play. I really do. I think that Garrett Green needs to be in there more. Uh, even if he's not starting, I think he needs to be in there enough to get Letty Brown going. For the for the sake of Letty Brown and the season he was supposed to have, we need Garrett Green in there because Letty Brown can put up yards and he can put up yards quick, but he just does so much better with Garrett Green back there with him. So I think that the key is going to be coming out in the second half and just being able to give our defense a freaking break for once because if our defense has to stay out there all game again and just – you know, be on our side of the 50, defending them, trying to keep them out of the end zone, then they're going to get tired. It's after two big games, like they got to be worn out. And so that's the only way I see Texas Tech making this a close game is if our offense just absolutely drops the ball in the second half again, literally and figuratively, and just keeps our defense on the field. So, yeah, I think I think fixing our second half problems and, like, showing that we can actually do something in the second half off scripted plays, that's going to be the key to the victory. No, I'm right there with you, and I'll just go off yours because that was going to be mine as well pretty much is my key to victory is win the second half. I think you got to win the second half in this one. And I think even if even if you're ahead at halftime, I think outscore them in the second half. Really just show that, you know, you're here to win the game. You're not playing not to lose if you get a lead again. And – um just do something you haven't really done, and that's uh, win the second half uh, this season. And at least score a, score a touchdown in the second half. I'll be happy, to be honest with you, if we just score a second-half touchdown. And I know, you, like you said, we were close last week. This has got to be the week that it happens. Or, I yeah, don't know, close to win your games. I'm losing, yeah, I'm losing faith in this offense, if not. But that's my key to victory as well, is uh, win the second half. Um, Steven, what do you got as your key to victory this week? Uh, that's actually exactly the same thing I was going to say was, you know, Scoring points in the second half was going to be mine. So, around the same exact thing that you had, Cruz. Um, I do think that the offense gave the defense a lot more time on the sidelines out last week. However, I think the Oklahoma game was a really good. Uh, I, I I don't really know the word that I'm looking for. I think they did a really good job. Uh, I guess uh, of keeping the off or keeping the defense fresh and not having the defense be on their heels so much, being out there, you know, winded throughout 
so much of the second half like they did against Virginia Tech in week uh, week two, week three. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. That's uh, so it's almost a unanimous uh, key to victory this week. Uh, I think that just goes to show you, you know, the fans are noticing these second half struggles, and we really need something to show us that you know that's not going to be the case all season for us to continue to have faith in this team and in this offense because we could have the best defense in the world, but without an offense that can score points in the second half and make the plays when it comes down, you know, to crunch time to win the game, uh, you're not going to go very far. And you know, a lot of people are saying West Virginia could win out. But, I mean, these these teams that you play, you got some tough ones left. I mean, TCU, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, none of those are going to lay down for you, especially if your offense isn't scoring points. You know, your defense eventually going to get worn down. So, the offense really needs to show something this week, especially in that second half. And uh, we're going to get into our score predictions here in a second. But before we get into that, I want to remind you guys, we'll have the live stream reaction to this game uh, this Sunday following the game. You can find that on our Facebook or on our YouTube channel to catch that live and chime in with us with your – thoughts following the game and uh, after you've had a day to digest it because we usually come with those on Sunday and we'll uh, put out the time on our social media which you can follow at WVU Country Roads on Twitter and follow us at Country Roads Broadcast on Facebook for the announcement of that. Um, before we get into the score predictions I did have a little question for you guys I kind of thought of when we were talking about the quarterbacks and I think Garrett Green had I think five snap five or six snaps against Virginia Tech. I'm not sure how many he had against Oklahoma. I would say probably close to 15 or so. So the question I want to propose to you guys is over under 25 snaps against Texas Tech for uh, Garrett Green. I think you hit it on the head. I think it's 25 right there between 22 and 26. I think it's right there at that number. Yep, I think so. I think it's going to continue to move up a little week, a little bit. And I think what's really going to get interesting is after that bye week and you see, you know, we may start seeing a lot more Garrett Green then when they have some time to work on some things and add some, you know, packages and things for him to do expanded, as Stephen was talking about earlier. Uh, what about you, Stephen? What do you think? Over under 25 snaps for Green on Saturday? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see it go over, uh, you know, with this as- – vulnerable as the Texas Tech defense is, you know, I think we we could see West Virginia play around with that offense and see exactly what they can do with Garrett Green, mixing him out, you know, in and out of there with insert situations. So, yeah, yeah would, it was just definitely the first time I've seen Neil Brown get creative. I mean, not that he hasn't been creative, but this is the first time I saw him raise out there running completely different packages. And it was like, yeah. oh, this is the offense that, like, uh, this looks like this could do something. And it was doing stuff, you know. It was those little, like – bootleg screen pass. I don't know how you consider it triple option. I don't know exactly what it was like a, out of that. Like a reverse three. triple option with Winston Wright as the pitch man, but you're throwing it to him. Yeah, you're, throw, you're throwing it screen instead of pitching it, which is brilliant. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool place, and I thought they worked well. Yeah, I did too. And then you had the when Reese Smith motioned in the backfield, and you gave like that triple option look, and that was Letty's you know, biggest run of the day. So I think more things like that should definitely factor in and hopefully – you know, they've done some things and they can build off of the things that they've done and put, you know, other plays in off of those plays since those are on film now. I think that's what you got to look to see. And like you said, hopefully more creativity off of it because that would be big. And I think, you know, if West Virginia wants to win this game, you know, handily and score some points in the second half, I think you need to see uh, more Garrett Green. I'm going to say over as well, over uh, 25 snaps for Green this week, I think is uh, is is possible. So I'll go, I'll go with that also. But um, you guys sound pretty confident about the West Virginia matchup here with Texas Tech. So uh, let's talk score predictions. Um, what do you got, Bradley? So I think the big thing for this, for me, uh, I think Neil Brown really felt it in his heart last week, losing that game, such a close game. I think he felt bad for his players. 
I think Neil Brown's going to take that loss very personally. And so I think he's going to really come out with something to prove this weekend. So I'm going to give West Virginia the big dub, 35-10. to 10. I think wow. that defense shows out. I, I think that they really show that they can put a stop to anybody. Um, I think Texas Tech's going to be able to move the ball, but I think we're going to get more turnovers this weekend. I think that we're going to see a little bit more of that defense jumping balls and uh, recovering fumbles, whatever it may be. But I think that we're going to see at least two turnovers this weekend uh, on Texas Tech. And I have coming out and our offense really showing up. I still don't think we're going to blow them. I think we're scoring most of our points in the first half. I think 21 in the first half and 14 in the second half. But, uh, yeah, I got 35 to 10. I like it. I, w- I would love to see it. Um, Steven, are you feeling as confident about the game? What's your score prediction? Uh, I, I do have it, you know, as a two-score game, but I don't really have it that much of a, you know, of a difference. I think I've got uh, I got West Virginia at 35 to 20. So just slightly different is what I had them last week against Oklahoma. But I think that, uh, you know, I think Texas Tech's offense is going to score a little bit more points than than what people expect them to. I don't I don't think that they're going to come over and just roll over either because, like I said, they came out and got blown out by Texas last week. They also have something to prove uh, coming into this weekend. So, so yeah, I, I think West Virginia will win the football game. Having a home crowd will be a big advantage for WVU, but I don't think it's going to be such a, you know, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Bradley's right. Well, um, you both have a lot, a little bit more confidence than I do for sure. I mean, I don't – I just like I said, I'm having a hard time believing in this offense. Hopefully this game turns it around and, you know, finally I can start having some faith in it. But I definitely can't see West Virginia scoring 35, even against the Texas Tech defense that just gave up 70. You know, like Steven said, they're going to be more hungry in this one. I think they're going to play a little bit better. And, you know, the Texas Tech offense, I think, can do some things. And so I'm going to have it as a close one. I think I got West Virginia 21 to 20 over Texas Tech. Wow. Yeah, really yeah Cruz doesn't believe in them. Even against the the most talented team in the Big Twelve, they played him so close, and he's like, he's like, oh, I just think we're going to lose by eighty. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, the offense was just, you know, I, I can't have faith it in is, the offense until they show me but something. Defense wins championships, and West Virginia played to the level that they played at the Big Twelve with their offense being like ungodly real with Geno Smith and Tavon offense and no defense, and then it fell apart in the second half of the season. You flip that, and the defense keeps you in football games. I just don't see West Virginia getting shut out by any team this year. I don't see that happen. Yeah. I don't think our defense will allow that to happen, and that's why defense is so much more important than offense, in my opinion. I mean, we held Oklahoma to, but yeah, we held Oklahoma to thirteen points, and I mean that can't yeah. be overstated. You know right. that that was huge, and I mean we had it like I mean you're marching down the field. Yeah, it's just our defense is in it, which is why I think that. Garrett Green's going to see more plays because I think Neil Brown's so frustrated by that loss. Even though our game plan worked, our offense was moving, the ball was going, but I think that Neil Brown really wants to start winning because his he asked his players for perfect effort. He wanted he said, "I don't care if you make the wrong play, just make it with perfect effort." And I think his players are doing that, and I think they did that last weekend. And I think that you know just like this couple little errors really killed him. And I think that he's really coming out to prove that, like, hey. We're going to come out and win big games like this. I Like I said, I think he's coming out to, with the purpose this week. But at the same time, I don't see why everybody's oh. acting like we're playing that bad of football right now. In my mind, no, I, think, I don't good. think we're playing. I thought we even played a good offensive game on Saturday night. Like I said, the main problem for us right now is discipline. You take away the penalties in all of our football games, and we're undefeated right now. So our offense, you know, as you know, as not up to par as our previous offenses has that have as they have been, 
this season. I think they're doing enough to win football games. We just have to be more disciplined to get ourselves over that hump. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I think so it's the worst offense. If you don't, if you take away the false start against Oklahoma, you don't think we score more points and win that football game? I think we you score, don't think but we I don't know if we win. If we don't take, if we take away turnovers against Maryland, we don't win that football game. Uh, yeah, the turnovers against Maryland—that's one thing. But this offense just doesn't. I mean, second half they haven't shown it to me. I think this is the worst offense I've seen since probably 2013 in West Virginia. I think this is worse than the offense that Neil Brown had in 2019. That's not, yeah, but that's not what I said. I said you don't the dis. If you take away the discipline mistakes, West Virginia doesn't win those football games. Yeah, possibly, but I think it's they do. Becoming a trend now. Their defense held Oklahoma to 16 points, and West Virginia would have definitely had 17 points had you taken away that false start. And then if you take away the the, the missed snap, I think West Virginia also scores right there, which I believe might have been on the same drive. Might have been, I don't know. I no, can't it, remember. No, it was, that was the drive before, yeah. My, it was the drive yeah, before. It was the drives I, of the game. I, I don't know. Sure. It's hard to tell. You know, what ifs or what ifs. But I really do think that if you take away certain penalties, West Virginia does – win each of their football games so far. I think they have a great shot to win that game against Oklahoma. If that false start doesn't happen, they get in the end zone there. But right. also, I think that it would have probably been 17-13. And on that final drive, Oklahoma had it, you know, what, inside the 15 or the 10, and then they just wanted to kick the field goal because that's all they needed. But, you know, had they been going for the touchdown, you know, they would have been right there too. So I think either way, it was going to come down to the wire. And to me, that's what has me – um, so upset and worried about this team is because when games do come down to the wire like that, where your defense has been holding them all game, but your offense hasn't done anything, eventually your defense is going to get worn down. I know at the Maryland game, me and you were there, Stephen, when it was 21 to 20, we kept getting stops, but our offense couldn't do anything. I said, eventually Maryland's going to score. We're, we're getting putting too much on our defense. And I think the same thing happened in the Oklahoma game. I think eventually, you know, these, they're going to get stop, stop, stops. But at the very end, when you need just one stop, uh, you've worn them down all game and, you know, you might not get that, you know, against some of the lower teams you might get that if you need it but you know against Oklahoma's the teams that you you know really need to beat to be at the top of this conference you have to be able to score when you need to score and West Virginia has not been able to score when they need to score offensively especially in the second half of games and so until they show me that they can do so I'm gonna continue to harp on this offense because I'm just really worried um you know a lot of people talk about West Virginia winning out and I think they have the defense to be able to do so but like I said this is a big barometer for me this Texas Tech game because if they don't show out and come out and show me that they can do something and score, especially in the second half of this game. Yeah, you have the possibility to win out, but you also have the possibility to lose three or four more games. Yeah, and I mean, on Stephen's half, I I honestly think that, our, like I said, I thought our offense played really well, and I think that they played well in the second half, and then just the discipline mistakes really ruined them. Because I think on that last drive, I don't think Oklahoma touches the ball again. I think Neil Brown holds on to that ball, and he runs it. He's chewing up clock. I mean, he's got – 30 yards to go with two minutes and he's loving it. I mean, I was perfectly happy with it. That drive was going for six, seven minutes. Our first drive of the game went for like 10 minutes. I mean, he was putting on long drives and they were working and then we just didn't have the discipline and, you know, it was a big game and it, it happens and that's when you need to be most disciplined, but that's where those big games like losing like that's going to do nothing but teach you. And so that's why I think looking back at it, our second off, our second half offense was way more improved uh, in the last game, but they just didn't finish. And so, when you come against Texas Tech, I think that that's going to be their point is coming out there and finish it and make sure that those drives get, you know, they don't have those mistakes, especially at home. And so, you know, I think this weekend, Jordan, I think you're going to be a little shocked. And I think that they're going to put, I think they're definitely going to score at least two touchdowns in the second half. 
But yeah, I agree with Stephen. Yeah. I think that they looked a lot better the last weekend. Than their offense did. I thought no. Also, I will it, agree that the second half, the the play calling in the second half did appear much more creative than it had been in games past. And I will give them credit for that. They were doing some different things in the second half that they hadn't done before, and a lot of stuff that I liked. And so, I mean, yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping that they continue to do that in Texas Tech. They come out and do show me something this game because I, I want to get back to being how I was with this team, you know, preseason with the golden blue glasses on and everything. I'd love to, but uh, right now I'm just I'm, I'm worried. When not when I see you know well, I just like what I see. I like offense. what I'm seeing from a week to week rate. You know, week one, you know, I wasn't very comfortable just because I was hearing so many positive things out of Neil Brown in the in the off season. Uh, week two is was week two against LIU. Um, you know, and then in week three, you come out and you see our receivers make some catches and some big time plays to get separation from defenders. Uh, that was a big positive. I think Letty, you know, has been Letty all season when given the chance to be. Uh, and then in this game, you know, you you even though we didn't score points, I think that was the one thing that our offense didn't do besides, uh, besides you know, besides the the penalties and everything. I think the one thing they couldn't do was score points. Other than that, I thought they moved the ball very well. They chewed clock. They did you know, they controlled time of possession. I, I really like what I've seen out of out of the week to week progression out of these guys, especially out of the receivers who were. You know, nothing short of abysmal in my mind last year at catching the football because there was just drop pass after drop pass. Uh, this year, you're actually seeing guys make stronger catches. Um, you didn't really see yards after catch that much this past Saturday, but against Virginia Tech, you've seen a lot of guys get some yards after catch, which was a positive in my mind. I think if you can learn to spread the ball out and if you can, you know, not be so vanilla in some ways offensively, I think that's a positive for West Virginia because, that you know, in Oklahoma game, I think you've seen a lot of uh, end-around plays that you haven't seen earlier this season. I thought I like that a lot because I think if you mix it up towards some of these defenses and that's a positive, you know, mixing in Garrett green every, you know, every few plays and running different packages with him. And, and, you know, like you've mentioned earlier was, you know, Jared Deggie running the ball a little bit more and then turned Garrett green, throwing the ball a little bit more. I think that kind of stuff can only help your offense get better and, and, you know, become more dynamic moving forward, I guess you you, you know could say. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I, think I, said, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, like I said, it was a great game plan by Neil, and I think that's what you got to look at is, you know, like you said, the offense did what they had, and they had a great game plan coming in, and I think that's what you can look at is that Neil is really building something, and maybe maybe they're ahead of schedule. I don't think a lot of people thought that in year three they'd be, you know, right there with Oklahoma already that fast for Neil, and I think – when you look at the offense, I think maybe he doesn't have exactly all the pieces that he wants for how he wants to run his offense. And I think, you know, Garrett Green is closer to what he wants, especially at the quarterback position. But I think all around he's still, you know, gathering the pieces. And like I said, West Virginia is like one offense away. So, you know, I think that the Big 12 is wide open this year. And so I think people are looking for this offense to be validated because they know West Virginia has a defense that compete. And with the wide open Big 12, uh, people are hungry for that. And I think that has to do with some of the uh, frustrations as well. But uh, go ahead, Bradley. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of went mind like those. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I agree. That's like uh, trust the climb for sure. I think you know some people have been hard on Neil Brown because that game was a loss, but you know most of the same people that are being hard on him was probably expecting this to get blown out. Yeah, if you don't lead the whole game, if you don't lead all freaking sixty minutes of that game, Neil Brown doesn't get as much hell as he gets. You know, yeah. If they're down by three points the whole game and then you know they just lose by like ten. He doesn't even get as much grief as what he's getting right now. But the fact that you led the whole game or at least tied for the whole game, it just makes it even worse. 
absolutely, definitely, definitely uh, still trusting the climb here on the Country Roads webcast. Anybody tells you any different is uh, crazy. You got best recruiting class ever, you know, coming in uh, this next year. And then uh, you see what Neil Brown's building defensively, you know, for the second consecutive year. So, like I said, I think he's just one offense one offense away, you know, and it doesn't even have to be a great offense, just an offense that I can, think you know, do one offensive line away really is. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is what it is. I'll, I'll think quarterback and all, quarterback as well. I think you're a quarterback away yeah. because our offensive line plays Neil doesn't have the quarterback for the type of offense he wants to run. I think that's part of the problems of the offensive struggle. Right. I think the way the offense is designed is to a dual threat quarterback and Neil just mm-hmm. didn't have that coming in and, you know, kind of had to go with, you know, Kendall and Daigie and get, you know, go with what he could. And it's like a square peg and a round hole type deal until he gets his guys in there. But I think it's it's close to being there, hopefully. Uh, in, in my mind, I think it looks to be. I think, you know, you know, I, I keep saying it. I think our offense doesn't – isn't as bad as what everyone's making it out to be. I mean, if, you, if you're not looking so much up on this with the magnifying glass and you take a step back looking in, in – you know, West Virginia just beat the you know the top fifteen team in the country, and then was in the game all the way to the you know down to the very end on the road in one of the you know the country's toughest atmospheres in Oklahoma, and a team that's in the top five year in and year out that West Virginia you know more often than not gets blown out by you know even as hyped up as everybody gets up about this game. I think West Virginia is on the right track. You know, I think the people that are, you know, already calling for Neil's head, you know, go back under that rock you've been laying under you know, the whole time that Dana's been here, you know, because you haven't seen any of the growth that's been happening in this in this program, apparently. So, you know, I, I can't see how you can't be on the side of this coaching staff see, and then that, the whole athletic department seeing how they're making this program move forward. I, I just really can't see – how people are on a negative train with that. Yeah, for sure. Trust the climb. That's all you got to do. It's going. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're starting to see it now for sure. Um, That being said, I guess this will do it for the uh, Texas tech preview episode of the country roads webcast. Um, As always follow us on Twitter at WVU country roads, like us on Facebook country roads webcast, and you can find the podcast on any platform you like Stitcher, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts. We're all over. And then now on, here in the fourth season with the uh, video version as well up on our Facebook and on our YouTube page. So subscribe to our YouTube page if you haven't already and be on the lookout on both those pages for our live stream reaction uh, coming Sunday following the game. Um, Any final thoughts, gentlemen, before we uh, get out of here on this one and uh, wrap it up for another week? Uh, Any final thoughts, Stephen? Yeah, I think that Cruz is a pessimistic, (laughs) negative Nancy I don't know what other words I can use for a G-rated podcast, but <laughs> have more faith in our defense. That's what I think. And, you, and that's something you probably never never thought you would say, but it, this year's brought it out of me because I think I was so high on the team on, in the preseason and all the things they were telling us about the improvements from Daigie and stuff like that. I'm I'm just bitter to it now, I think. I'm bitter to it. No, I can um, see that. Around. I can see how you, you know – can feel the way that you feel because in some ways I also feel that way. I've just got to, you know, I've also too positive on our defense. And and as much as I wanted our defensive side of the ball to be back the entire time that Dana Holgerson was here, I'm so ecstatic to see that side finally come back and have an impact on the game as much as it has. Uh, So, you know, as as happy as I am about that, I would like to see some more offense, but I, you know, 
Hey, hopefully we will this get game, it in I'm, time. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm hoping I'm hoping this game brings me back around. Like I said, I, I'm trying to I want to get back to the positivity and the golden blue glasses and and what have you. I'm hoping I'm hoping to come back on on the on the good side instead of being on the dark side as I have past past few weeks. We'll see we'll see what happens moving forward. But Bradley, any any final thoughts from you? Yep, I think we're just gonna keep getting better week after week, guys. So I think I think the climb has started, and I think I think well, it's been started, but I think that the elevation's coming. We're going up. Yep, I think you can see it right happening right before your eyes. And the slogan going to change from "trust the climb" to to "time to climb." Yeah, yeah, literally needs to because uh, I think that you're seeing it, and they could take another big step on Saturday. Tune into ESPN two three thirty, uh, West Virginia versus Texas Tech home conference opener, and uh, hopefully the Mountaineers come away with the W. And uh, like I said, we'll be back to talk about our feelings and our reaction to it on our live stream Sunday on our uh, Facebook and YouTube channel. So be on the lookout for that as well. Until then, as always, I'm your host Jordan Cruz for Stephen and Bradley. Until next time, let's go. Mountaineers. If you really want to know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those.